try this the podcast where two friends nick and marcus get together every week to nick what are you doing oh sorry you marcus i'm a little busy no nick, i'm uh, focus. I'm, <laughs> I'm texting all my uh of my all my friends to join the stream at yeah. uh, twitch.tv slash now try this cast yeah tv at now try this cast hello everyone in the mm-hmm. chat oh my god yeah. we feel so loved by our Guys, wonderful, beautiful We are here. Fans. This is now try this. I'm Nick. And I'm Marcus. Yes. <laughs> Nailed, <laughs> Nailed it. it. High five. Oh, nice. Guys, we oh, we're so excited to be here live. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate your download. But come Hell join yeah. the family on Twitch. We are exciting. There are people in the chat. It's visceral. Guys, and we guys. are trying to make our way to 50 Twitch followers. It is hard out here especially when you're only streaming once a week especially in this podcast i challenge you or you challenge me to try uh-huh. one of our favorite things but that's not what's happening today what's we've happening got another today, challenge from someone else from someone a fan a fan one of you out there wow Marcus, Nick, why the how hell did they do that how, wow you're asking no, wait, me no, let me give marcus? you a clean and let me give you a clean okay, give me a clean, clean one marcus how in the world have we got a challenge from a fan out there what a fan gave us a challenge nick here here's how you a fan of this podcast listening at home i'm looking directly at the camera can give us <laughs> challenges you can go on to our patreon to support the podcast guys making a podcast costs money and we appreciate all the help that you guys have been giving us on the five dollar tier you can submit a challenge and then once we have all the challenges for the month we put up a poll on the website and every fan whether you're five dollar or one dollar fan can go on there and vote and this month this month the val won but god Damn it! It was a wild ride to get there. You mean the Vow, the the HBO docu series? Yes, not the what is it twenty not two thousand nine movie with the Channing Tatum or whatever and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, can I tell not, you not so, Can I tell you? Can I tell you the journey that I've been on this past week? Sure. Oh, wait, hold on. I was gonna say, oh, is it about the tie that happened? No, you can. Okay, hold on. Let me let me take the tie. Guys, on Patreon, it got wild because there was a tie. So we were like, fuck. And also February's a short month, so we were strapped for time. But there was a time we're like, you know what? The most favorite thing to do is to put up the poll between the two winners and see what votes. What 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 the vote says. And that led to another fucking tie. (laughs) So it was very close. So on our Instagram, Nick was good enough to post a reveal of what ended up chosen by putting it in a wheel and having the fates decide. And guys, you could have been a part of that journey. If you followed us at now, try this cast everywhere, mm-hmm. join the community, join us, talk to us. And if you don't want to do any of that, if you don't have the money, if you don't have a tw- Twitch, can't make an account, you know what you can do. You can leave us five stars on iTunes, just like Charlie Rambo did, who said, 
and a, an orgasmic experience. Love the podcast. Keep it up. I look forward to listening to more episodes in the near future. An orgasmic experience? That is what they said, yes. That is a wild thing to say on a podcast review. That is not about sexy things. I don't know, Marcus. I think my voice is pretty goddamn sexy. If you are at home having orgasms to our voices, I'm gonna say you're welcome. <laughs> Rian414 in the chat asked what episode that was for, for the Gasmic. Uh, they very specifically said it was our Dream Daddy episode. Guys, oh, go check that out. Oh, nice. Uh, one nice. of my favorites. Marcus. Okay, what we're gonna say. So, so listen, you do a wonderful job on the Patreon, right? Mm -hmm. That's your job. Uh, full credit to you. You always give really nice, adept descriptions of what the challenges are and why we're doing them. I uh -huh. didn't read them this week. <laughs> <laughs> I only read the titles. Ah, uh, okay. No, no, no. You know what? I did read them. I, this is what happened. Okay, so I read okay. the vow. Uh-huh. What, and what I thought the vow was, uh -huh. was I thought the vow was that miniseries on HBO. Uh-huh. With Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. And then when I read your description that I was about next Nexium, I was like, oh, I didn't know the Hugh Grant <laughs> and Nicole Kidman series was about Nexium. And then I talked to my girlfriend oh, about no. this episode. And she said, yeah. When I said Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, she's like, it's about Nexium. And she was telling me about the show. And I was like, yeah, people were like in the first two episodes, but then really were just there for the mystery at the end. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And it was the wildest. And then it was the next day when I said, uh -huh. oh, my God, that's called the undoing. And it is not the vow nope. at all. No. Nope, and then she, all, all she said was, yeah, duh. And I'm like, <laughs> but I wasn't on that page. And she's like, that's what I said. I was like, but I didn't get that. I was not on the same page. I did oh, not understand. No. I did not. Did you watch uh, the undoing instead? I wanted. Every, listen, here's <laughs> You're the excited. thing. You got we vote. We vote. Uh, we because i pay five dollars a month for our patreon we vote on our own patreon and i was voting for the vow repeatedly uh -huh. because i thought it was a ukraine and Nicole Kidman hilarious. in a drama on hbo when, when i know that you're not like opposed to cult stuff at all but i also know that it's not a hundred percent your jam so when you voted for it i was like that's interesting <laughs> but hey i supported it I support everything. Also, uh, Nick just casually dropping that he has a GF. Um, congratulations. But most importantly, let's and a give shout a, out. <laughs> a big shout out to Rian414, who gave us the suggestion this week of The Vow, because she's a Patreon, because she leads this community. Mm -hmm. This is her second time winning. Guys, oh, shit. Can, I, can, I, can I be honest with you? I'm fucking tired of it. You can't keep <laughs> winning. Get, join the Patreon. Dethrone her. We need yeah. other people to get their suggestion through. And that can only happen if you join the conversation on patreon.com mm -hmm. slash now try this. Yes. And after a year, if you have the most challenges selected, I will mail you $1 to your apartment. Just letting that be known. So if you want my sweet, sweet $1 bill, got to get it on there. Anyway, guys, so we'll talk about the vow in a minute. Before that, Marcus, I did we hit all our points? We hit all of them. God, we crushed it. Yeah, we nailed Marcus, that intro. What, what's going on with you? How are you doing? Me? I'm doing fantastic. Mental health, great. Great. So Physical you're not doing health, great. You want great. 
Oh, okay. So you're being lazy and you're not <laughs> in a great place mentally. Do you want to talk about it at all? Or oh, should I accept that's your... just between <laughs> me and my therapist. <laughs> As no, it should be. I am doing okay. I feel like trying my best to stay sane like we all are out here um, oh, yeah. during this block party. And I don't know, just having a good time. I feel like managing my mental health has taken up most of my time. How about mm-hmm. you? How are you doing? <laughs> Same. Same, same. You know what? I'm about to try something tomorrow for the first time. I'm getting that sweet, sweet, sweet uh, Black Party vaccine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Guys, if I'm on my deathbed, you will all know about it because there wouldn't be a podcast (laughs) edited or coming out next week. Uh, Um, But I'm excited. uh, Nick, I don't know if you saw, but we just got our first Twitch donation. Thank you so much, Rotandam Boss, for the donation. That's awesome. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Literally have no idea how it works. Don't know where it goes. <laughs> didn't know you can really do that. You mentioned it a long time ago, but I didn't know how it worked. I said it I all also up. don't even know the person you just said. So I am at a loss for words. Marcus. Thank you. I mean, honestly, huge thank you. Also, thank you for popping our cherry. We appreciate huge. it. <laughs> yeah uh guys if you want to pop more of our cherries go ahead and donate <laughs> on twitch uh we have plenty of cherries to be popped <laughs> okay so nick the vow yes. how did you feel when it, it turned out that this is what we got when this not ended up the, being when it wasn't the hugh grant, when it wasn't the hugh grant romp. once you figure it out and settle down like i'm gonna watch a cult show where were I need you, you to hold on i need you to get it in your head because the poster for that tv show it's is like it Hugh good? grant looking like oh and nicole, nicole kidman like leaning on his shoulder going like oh and it looks uh-huh. like they have like divorce problems or marital problems yeah. like you don't know what it's about from the poster i had no idea and then i and thought it was so next excited. Team, and, I, and i was so excited because because first of all there, you know, Nikhil Kidman doesn't kill it all the time. She's what not hold on, no, 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 let me, was... hold on, let me finish. So Nikhil Kidman does not kill it all the time, but when she does, it's fucking great. Big Little uh-huh. Lies, she was phenomenal. Uh-huh. I was a big fan of Eyes Wide Shut, the fucking, uh, 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 fucking, the yes. last directorial of Kubrick. <laughs> but and Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, we're out, I would say we're in a little bit of a Hugh Grantissance ever since Paddington Two. I didn't People see hate, Paddington Two. Well, he was phenomenal from what I hear. I also didn't see it. Someone gave us a <laughs> challenge on the Patreon. Uh, and he's going to be in the new D&D movie as oh, the villain. And I was I was and I was like, is he Keith? Is he the Nexium guy? I was and is like Nicole Kilman one of the branded ladies? I was so ready. Uh-huh. And then I got this bullshit docu series. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So here's what I knew about the vow. Here's what I knew. Yeah, Kubrick. That, I yeah. say it weird. Kubrick is a Kubrick. 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 You could say either one, and we know what you're saying. Anyway, what I knew about this was probably as much as everyone else knows, I mm-hmm. was a fan of Smallville, so my <laughs> feed blew up when Allison Mack went to jail and, like, all that shit was happening. Uh-huh. But I never, like, dove into it. I Because... Yeah. Because it seems so weird from the surface that I was, I just took the headlines and I was like, okay. And then I heard about a a docu-series coming out and I was like, maybe I'll get to it someday. I'm in the middle of a pandemic. I don't need to watch this shit. Yeah. And that's literally as far as I've gotten. But I'm sure you have way more of a story because some of our newer fans might not notice, might not know this. There's only one cult guy on this podcast and it is not me, brother. 50% of this podcast loves cults. Okay, Nick? <laughs> I, look at my shirt. Hold on. This is my, this is my cult shirt. Rise <laughs> from your grave. <laughs> uh, 
It is a with the uh, goat man. Last podcast on the left shirt. Ref- uh, shout out to my boys, over guys! If there. you want to guess, shout, last podcast on the left. If you want to guest star on our show, just uh, hit us up, and I'll try this. There guest. are way too. I've definitely reached out to them before for the podcast, guys. But we're only getting bigger, guys, and someday they will respond. Every fan, go uh, raid their comments. Let them know they need to come with your boys over here and join the podcast. But yeah, they cover murders, they cover um, cults and stuff like that. And the reason that I like them over most of the cult things is that they take the the leaders cult leaders down they take everyone oh my god hold on rotanum boss just donated a hundred dollars so thank you very much for that that is wait, a I'm lot sorry, of wait, money wait, wait hold on oh, what, what just happened uh, yeah sorry they, hold on hold on hold on i think you i think i think you're trying to play really cool but i think something just happened that i need you to not play cool about what just happened nick our first ever donation donated a second amount they donated uh-huh. $100. What's their name? Roten Namboss. Roten Namboss, I need you to know I don't have 100 cherries. <laughs> I'm, you've blown me away, and I am now cherryless. I have none left for anybody. I think they've blown all of our cherries. Just all yeah, that's of right. Let's get some cherries. cheers in the chat. Yeah, let's, let's cheer chat. him on or her. I don't. I, we literally don't know who they are. Cheers to them in the chat. In the chat. Thank you so much. That's huge. That's awesome. That's definitely going to help us out. We have so many fees that we are slowly trying to pay off and upgrade things. I need a new camera. Nick needs new equipment. Just had to buy RAM recently. So I shouldn't. That, that, that paid for the RAM. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, hey. Yo, you were you were downplaying your love for last podcast on the left, but I mm-hmm. need you to ramp it up because I want them on the podcast. So, Marcus, yes. please, again, pitch me Hold the on. reason why they're amazing and why they should join us. They are incredible people. They are some of the funniest people I've ever seen in my goddamn fucking life. I love them so much. I listen to them every single day that I get a chance. I've fallen behind because of the pandemic. I used to listen to them during work. And now I'm at home, so I, like, I'm still listening to them. Just takes me longer to get through while I'm home. But I love them. I think they're incredible. I bought their book. I have their shirt. I'm not usually such a fanboy of stuff. I feel like it's weird to idolize people in that way. But but these guys are just so cool and so fun. But the good thing that they do, and the reason that I love them so much, is that they take all these serial killers, all of these cult leaders down a notch. They don't sensationalize them the way that typical media does. I think that media has an oh, issue so with serial yeah. killers and cult leaders that they tend to sensationalize them. They tend to glorify them and they tend to put them on a yeah. pedestal. They tend to even market if it's in a bad way, right? Like as this like, yeah, 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 yeah. but they, they tend to market them as geniuses in. I think it's an attempt to make the cops feel better for catching them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. I caught this guy and he was a fucking genius. So you know what that makes me? A super fucking genius. You know what I mean? I think it's that yeah. mentality that's also a part of it. And also, we don't want to be caught unawares. We don't want to be like, oh, we didn't we didn't know about this. Or like, we don't want to look stupid. So by making them look more intelligent, by making them look like masterminds, then we make ourselves feel better about it. Yeah. Too. We're like, oh, we weren't duped. They were just so smart. They were just so incredible, you know? So my fear with watching this documentary and the reason I don't really watch a lot of crime documentaries is because of that, because of the glorification of these people. I don't like to see them idolized in that way. Yeah, no, I I, I, 
I love that thought because I agree with you. That's not something I've ever thought about, but it's totally something I also take issue with. And I'm excited to check out these boys at last podcast on the left because I like that take on it. But Marcus, I just, I do need you. That was like a nice seven. I need uh-huh. one, just one quick 10. No, I can't. <laughs> I need, no, 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 no. Give me I'll a nine. Seven. That was my nine. That was my 10. No, it was that, so passionate. I, that was, that, that was, was not passionate. Got. Oh my All God. Right. I'll do it for you then. Okay, do it great. for me. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Great. Do it for me. Last podcast of the world. <laughs> if we had the opportunity to to talk with you about call leaders here on our show, we would be humbled. We would be emboldened to continue our show forevermore. And it would be thanks to you. Please, last podcast on the left, coming from your real fan, Nicholas. Please. Every fan out there that listened to us, tweet at them. Let them know we're here. Let them know we're willing and we're wanting. And... Guys, I think this is the collaboration 2021 needs. What do you What do you all think? Yeah, uh-huh. and they clap for the peanut gallery. And yep. everyone yeah. and everyone's clapping in the chat. I see claps yep. in the chat. I see claps. I see booties clapping in the chat right now. Everybody okay, you know that. what? I I was desperate because <laughs> I was trying to make a point. Okay, you know, uh-huh, thirsty yeah, for yeah, last yeah. podcast on the left. That's how I, I feel. am thirsty. I'm wearing their shirt. That was like I I every episode I go through my wardrobe and I'm like, what's the most like this show related thing I can wear? <laughs> And I, that was the last podcast on the left shirt. That's my cultiest shirt. Well, I, I peaked when I came in full costume that, for that the was Bridgerton. That's pretty good. I've wanted to come in costume every episode since then, but my pocketbook hasn't been able to afford it. That's crazy. Uh, Marcus, had you watched The Vow or heard about The Vow before we got as a challenge? I have not heard about The Vow, but I have heard about Nexium. Like I said, through the last podcast on the left and a lot of other podcasts and things like that have covered it. So my knowledge of it, I'm not going to say that I'm the most knowledgeable, but I definitely knew more than the first two episodes showed. So maybe oh. we can kind of get into it a little bit. Interesting. Because I, that that's super interesting because the, the one or two big things that I knew, it hit in those first two episodes. And I'm going to not bury the lead. And this is the mm. most frustrated I have ever been doing a challenge that was short really if if say we had gotten this suggestion and it wasn't a double tie and it wasn't this hoopla and we got this challenge a week ago i would have texted you and insisted we added more episodes <laughs> because they end it in such a way where i'm just like tell me the whole story <laughs> i will give but another shout we out to that we yeah go ahead we got another 50 dollars from the same person and they said marcus i didn't know there was text i made it too small it said marcus i've played pathfinder with you so i is it your friend that yeah, I, we played pathfinder yes. once yeah oh that's so awesome that's good that also gives me because i'm also worried that like they might ask for it back or something and we have to like go through like a whole dispute (laughs) thing so i'm happy that it's someone that we know being very generous thank you so much dude that's fucking awesome thank you so much uh we love you we love our fans we love people Uh that go out of their way to listen to us but honestly enough praise for you you fucker trying to get all the screen time you can't buy her love that's not how this works we're talking about the vow right now we will get to you when it's time guys in the chat if you want to interrupt the podcast just also donate (laughs) (laughs) so the vow we had we watched the first two episodes which are each about an hour ish i think and they cover well the first episode i think covers 
why someone might join the cult. I have so much to say about what you just said. So okay. I think the documentary, let, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, is well made. They do it mm-hmm. in a great way. I got the same feeling that I felt when I watched, I don't know if you watched it, uh, Last Last Dance, which was that Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary on Netflix. I want to watch it. Phenomenal documentary. The way yeah. it pings back and forth between events and paints the story. A good documentary tells a really mm-hmm. good story that feels narrative, even though it's just covering facts, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. why, what's the name of that Netflix? Making Making a Murderer like took off because of the way it's pe- pe- paced, right? Yeah. And I think this is paced in a really good way because you can tell it's hitting points. And because of the way that second episode ended on a cliffhanger, like to do this in a, sh- in a docuseries, great. That, However, to do what they're doing in this great way mm-hmm. for a cult, the first episode has to pretty much be an infomercial yeah. about the cult. There yeah. are like, there's like a couple small little inklings about something being wrong, mm-hmm. but no one ever addresses it. And it's just, yes. you're just lamb. Uh, blasted with the thing and thing again that's about that's great about next (laughs) you make a good point the whole first episode was an ad for nexium which is a wild take for a fucking docuseries and it totally works because where they go they totally do but watching that first episode but if you just showed someone the first episode i could see them being like hmm this doesn't seem so bad. I I could I could join. Nick, I have you? seen worse pitches from real life pyramid schemes that people have tried to get me to be a part of. Nick, would you, based on the first episode alone, consider oh join? Were there things that you saw at Nexium and you were like, yes, I could totally join this cult. I hate everything about this question. So, so here's the thing. I think, <sighs> I think that oh gosh i think strong-willed people and we that's not i don't even know what i'm trying to say okay so i think <laughs> okay like, hold think, on hold on before well, you get into it let me just uh-huh. pre- let me let me warn you nick okay that yeah. everyone who's a part of the cult is a vi- is like they're victims they're all survivors of their trauma it's not their fault that they fell for these things yeah hashtag trigger warning yeah. <laughs> nick now go i think i think it's so easy to prey on people uh-huh. because what a person wants more than anything is community. Yeah. And I strongly, strongly believe that. I believe that so much in how you and I love games and how you love video games. And I love d d to the extent where it, like we've made it like yeah. passions in our home and in our hobbies. So because we're looking for something to grab onto. There's been we, so many. Where, uh, oh, sorry. There's been no, so many books written on tribalism, the fact that we need community and the fact that like yeah. it's built into our DNA to seek others out. Yeah. So so the concept of anybody at all saying, hey, you seem like you're not being seen. I will help you be seen. And just that me just saying that makes anybody go go on because every single thing that they're saying in this in these clips here. Every single thing, none of it seems out of place in from therapy to self-help groups to coaching seminars to fucking TED Talks to fucking YouTube motivational people. Mm-hmm. Like I watch random YouTubers like Megan Batoon yeah. who just happens to like talk about her lifestyle and like I thrifted this week and like look at what I thrifted but then so sometime we'll sit down and like give advice about life she just released a video that's like the most important thing I learned from therapy and I watched the whole 12 minute video because it's like yeah yeah uh-huh yeah and that's what they're doing here and it fucking works it does so here's- I don't blame a single person who started it like I don't see any person who has joined this at the beginning from what I've seen and I say yeah idiot 
dummy. I don't think yeah, that no. at all. Because no, all at it all. is is like, hey, you seem like you're unhappy. Can I try to make you happy? It's and so they close. say yes. Yeah. It's so here's the thing that's interesting. So the the cult is led by this man named Keith Raniere. And Keith Raniere. I hate I him so much. So we fucking have, much, we we'll have get so much it. to say. We'll, we'll get, get to into Keith. it. But it's led by him. And what he is really good at is taking ideas that already exist in the world, philosophies that already exist, and then just saying that he came up with them and taking credit for them. So he seems like he's intelligent so that yeah. he comes across as this genius with these radical ideas when anyone who's ever taken a philosophy 101 class knows exactly what the fuck he's here, talking about yeah and, I'll, and I'll prove this to you here here we go hey, i'll prove this to you yeah <laughs> marcus you seem unhappy is there something standing in the way of your life uh yeah yeah there is well well sometimes when i feel as if something's standing in my way i realize that it's me and i'm standing in my own way Oh, Do you think wow. that maybe it's you who might be standing in your own way? That's so profound. Sometimes I think people who stand in their own way feel as if they aren't giving themselves permission to be more than themselves. Oh. Okay. Marcus, wow. I, I, all I want to do is give you that permission. I take it. Would you let me help you give yourself that permission? I want you to help me. Yeah. You're in my cult. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Boom, baby. Cult leader. That's me. Here we go. <laughs> but that's the same thing. It's it's that it's that thing. He's taking things from Nietzsche. He's taking things yeah. from Ayn Rand. He's taking things that like have been cores of the basis of many uh, philosophy classes. And he is just running with it. He is taking these little bits and pieces, picking and choosing what he wants to fucking regurgitate to these people who aren't philosophers, who haven't studied these things. And yeah. just fucking manipulating them. He's using everything. He's using therapy tactics. He's using like yeah. mind control 101, like brainwashing yeah. strategies. He's following every fucking cult rule book. Like every fucking with thing the, that you with do. With the sashes and the tears yeah. and the like. It's so, like every time, Marcus, I, we've talked about this, mm -hmm. but I have been pitched to do pyramid <laughs> screams four or five times in my life. Why? Because I'm a good speaker. People assume I'd be able to sell well. And honestly, I would fucking sell the shit out of any of these calls if I was fucking anyone. You fucking know it, too. I would fucking make people join so much. Nick, but hold on. What's, what was the multi-level marketing thing for? Do you know? What do you, what do you mean? I've So a lot of people, not from New York City, uh, join pyramid schemes or like end up in multi-level marketing schemes or like end up having them targeting me. I've never had one. Except oh. for diarrhea tea is the only thing that I, I've ever I've known never had anybody. That one. That I've had I've the, ele do. The, uh, the electricity one twice. I had a energy one? drink one. I had a coupon one. And I think there's one other that I'm forgetting. But there's 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 just a lot. There yeah. are a lot. Yeah. It's so interesting. Oh, there was a vacation time one. A timesharey vacation -y time one. Oh. Anyway, the point is, to answer your question from way back when, yes, I, at the right point, at the right time, there's totally, you know, it's a great example, I think. So I do those 7 a.m. dance parties, dance break, when the world was open yeah, up before this block party, yeah. right? A big part of that is you're going 7 a.m. to go to a dance party, and there's no drugs involved. And it's just the, the, your spirit waking up with your day. But when you go, there's like a speech at the beginning of all, like, let's all feel connected. Let's go. And then at the end, we all sit down, and they give us a, like little a little poem and tension cards that we all meditate together and like think about our day and go out into the world new. And I feel great about it, right? Yeah. But this is what happens. The next time I go, they just add a little probing question in there that I answer. Great. The next time that I go, they offered me a membership that 
I can go to a special dance party that no one else could go. I would pay, right? The next one, I would go. And then that's how it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to get caught up in this. It's like, like you said earlier, it's people's just natural instinct to see. Hey, community. into the hold on in the in the chat. It, this is not a call. It's a dance party, and get off my back. <laughs> the difference between a cult and, and the dance party is that the dance party lets you leave without <laughs> making you send them nudes. <laughs> okay. That is the difference. That is the difference. <laughs> but there are so many things that are definitely adjacent to cult. So many things that are that we ourselves just get so tricked into. A lot of times when you watch cult documentaries and you watch people who left cults talk about them, they they there's always a moment where they look around and they're going, "What the fuck? Like, how did I get here?" And it's like you said, it's it, you made a really good point. It's the slowly turning up the heat with the uh, boiling frog, you know? Yeah. Like it's totally. that whole situation, little by little. You don't start off with the crazy. You start off with something that just seems very reasonable and set in reality. That's why they have this five-day intensive that they start everyone off with. It's like, here, I'm going to help you work through some of your problems through what is essentially therapy, which uh, there's like a lot of people, you know, still have problems going to therapy. A lot of people see it as a negative a thing. Stigma. It's still a stigma yeah. attached to it. So a lot of these people also might have never gone to therapy before. So someone just simply asking them a couple of probing questions as to like why they feel this way and forcing them to reflect on themselves helps them out. And they're like, fuck, I feel good. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. I don't want to, I want to keep feeling good. So then they come Honestly, I don't again. think, I don't think it's a hot take that everybody should and could benefit from being in therapy at least a little. I don't think yeah. it's a hot take. I think that's no. very accurate. A hundred percent. Okay. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't want to, there's so much to talk about. We could talk forever just about what is a call and well, how you get there. But, but I, but I, there's just specifics in this show that I just found fascinating. Mm -hmm. So the whole, the whole show, at least so far, mostly takes the vantage point of uh, Mark, who is one of the guys who joined the cult and got pretty high up, was pretty yep. much like, you know, right up there with, with the Vanguard and the prefect. <laughs> <laughs> he's a movie maker and and he joined the cult and he was you know a lot of the first episode was narrated by him amongst other people like sarah who was all their main character so far in this first episode about you know what the goal was and how it started and it all seemed great and even they were like and it seemed stupid because we were wearing these sashes but then the sashes became important because mm -hmm. as we grew the sashes grew and and I just a good documentary always gives you, you know, a way in. Right. And I felt yeah. I felt like I was there with him because I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, why did those people kiss each other in the lips? Oh, let's ignore that. OK, wait. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh huh. That's OK. You're right. Exactly. It. Little by little, there's like things that are just weird, but you accept it because you you see the the reward of of whatever it is. You're like, you know what? What I'm getting from it is better than whatever it is. And and the cult leaders think they're fucking geniuses. They're like, oh, yes, look at everything I'm getting away with. How could they, all these stupid people, blah, blah, blah. And the reality is people see the shit that's going on. They just are either one, they're just like, oh, whatever, what I'm getting from it is more than whatever, kissing someone on the lips. I'd rather kiss someone on the lips. But the second thing is also the sunk cost fallacy where people think that they've already become, they've given too much to the cult and that they're too invested in it to oh. leave what was that called the sunk cost fallacy oh wow is that and a so, gambling thing is that a fucking it's, video it's game a, thing it's a life thing 
It's I've a never, fucking I, I've life. I've never heard it, but it makes sense. It, it applies to everything. It's why people mm. stay in like relationships because they're like, I've already given oh. like four years of my life. I I should stay to try to make it work. It's like it's just something built within us where we kind of weigh things that way, and it might be a capitalism thing. It might, I don't know. It might be like a thing that's just in our DNA, but we kind of weigh things out that way. And that's so, crazy because do you remember we just had a conversation with some friends of ours and. One of them pointed out, yeah, but you've been together a long time and that's got to count for something. Yeah. And yeah. you and I were like, no, no, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It literally yeah. means nothing. Exactly. Time is yeah. time. Yes. It doesn't Don't mean waste anything. more time. <laughs> exactly. If anything, getting out of a bad relationship or whatever is, is yeah. better. Ooh, we're so healthy. Look at later. us. Look at us. We've grown so <laughs> much. We're so guys, if but, you want to join the call, you just got <laughs> But the sunk cult fallacy is another reason why people are in the cult, right? Like these are expensive. There is a, a a monetary value to joining the cult. You have to pay money for these classes. You have to pay money for all this stuff. So once you're in for a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, then you feel as though you might as well keep going. You know? Yeah, I and I, I and I and I while I think you and I both agree that we strongly disagree, I get it. I totally 100%. get that frame it's of thinking. It's so easy to fall into that. So yeah. easy with anything, with jobs, with relationships, with cults, with like whatever. Yeah. It's just an easy mindset to fall into. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I think it's so interesting because almost all cults and all things like this, they all come with like a figurehead, right? Like somebody at the top that's like kind of manipulating things. Marcus, do you think you're good at understanding the mindset of what a person at the top might be thinking and the words that they're saying to it sounds the like, people underneath them? This sounds like you're leading into a game. Let's go to the next clip. This is the game. <laughs> what was that? Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. And we are back. All right, Marcus, <laughs> this game is called Canvassing for Our Club, Cult or Church. Who knows? This game okay. has been brought to you by uh, Lexi, my girlfriend. And oh, name drop. We'll, shout out to Lexi. Uh, shout out one time. But uh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. So, so I have 10 <laughs> quotes here. And we have to guess whether this was for a, a quote from a cult leader mm -hmm. or a spiritual slash religious leader. Oh, now, I know there's an argument to me, hey, that they're the same. <laughs> uh, okay. But I, I think you understand. And then okay, a bonus okay, point, it, it. if you can guess which one. Okay, I got it. I got you, fam. Okay. I got okay. you. Now, I, now, I'm playing against. Do you want to play it together or against each other? Uh, I mean, because I don't know the, the sake, answers. In the sake of cultitudes, let's play together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, if you want to join this religious slash cult with us, play along at home. All right. <laughs> Are you ready for number one? Yeah, yeah, let's go. You're the devil as much as you're God. That sounds like Keith Raniere. That just sounds like Keith Raniere straight up. Sounds like some shit he would say. Sounds like some of the shit he says. So I'm going to go with cult leader, and I'm also going to guess Keith Raniere. Hold on, I need to say in a Keith Raniere like okay, way. Okay, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let okay, me set you okay. up. Let me set you up. You got your glasses. You just finished crushing ass at volleyball. Volleyball. You got your little shorts, <laughs> and you are fucking ready to Let go. Let me do a handstand really quick. Yeah, do a handstand. Show off that strength. Show off that fucking core, my dude. You're, you're the devil as much as your God. 
nailed it. All right, I, I back you I, up. I, I, I would cast awesome. you as Keith Raniere. You could do it. <laughs> could do it. You're too tall. He's such a like short little stump <laughs> of a man. Guy. <laughs> he's so not into. He seems like somebody that even I, who was made up, who was made fun of by everyone in high school, and all like was made to cry from bullies. Would also make fun. Of. <laughs> so okay, here's the thing: short men are guys. Not, it's never are, okay to bully someone, never unless they're Keith Raniere. But also, short men are just like they have this anger in them. They have this yeah. need to prove themselves that is wild, and you see it in Keith Raniere. I'm not saying all oh, short funny. men are evil. This is not like a, I'm not not a hot take on short men. But yeah. I'll say it. All well, maybe they are. All maybe they are. Maybe they are. That makes sense to why you're so tall and you barely give a shit sometimes. You're like, ah, whatever. Because you're already so tall. You're already looked down on the world. You're like, Psh, everyone's yeah. peasants. When you, okay. when you can so, look down on the world, who cares? So we're going to say it's a cult and it's Keith Raniere. Oh, my God. In the in the notes, there's a little there's a little graphic that says, don't cheat. Nobody likes a cheater to make oh, sure. Oh, that's cheat. nice. Thank okay. you, Lexi. Because, you know, yeah. without that guilt, Nick would have been looking at those ants. It is a cult leader. We did not get the bonus point, though. It's not It's not Keith. You oh, want to guess okay. one more time to guess who it is, cult-wise? Cult-wise. Charles Manson? You got a bonus point, Yeah! Boom! Woo! He's Charles the other Manson one. He's was, the other she one also, I felt like I would have said that. She also gave us a bio so we could learn about these people, because I honestly don't know too much about them. Charles <laughs> Manson was an American criminal and cult leader. In mid-1967, he formed... What, Lexi's a teacher. In mid-1967, he formed what became known as the Manson Family, a quasi-commune based in California. Oh, that was what um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. His followers mm-hmm. committed a series of nine murders at four locations. Next I know one. That, uh, wow, okay. Number two. The world doesn't belong to leaders. The world belongs to all humanity. This sounds like it came straight out of the documentary. <laughs> yeah, I would say spiritual leader on this one. The world one. doesn't belong to leaders. The world belongs. Can I say JFK? Is he a spiritual leader? No, I would say like, like Gandhi or the like world the doesn't Lama. belong to leaders. Yeah, the world. But you know, the no pointing thing. Mm-hmm. The world belongs. You got to point with your thumb in politics. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say. I, I agree. Who, I think it's the Dalai Lama. Who do you uh, want to go that with? Answer. You sure? Um, okay. Yeah, no, I'll pick a different person. I think it is spiritual religious, but it seems more like, I don't know. It seems more like, I'm going to say Buddha. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm going to say Buddha. In my reality of the way I read the world uh, in Buddhism, Buddhism, I'm a Buddha was a real person. God damn it. It was a fucking Dalai Lama. You I asshole. was right. All right. Ugh, I'm killing this game. I know my cults, guys. This is so funny because this one is way shorter. It's just the 14th Dalai Lama is the spiritual leader of the Tibetan people who wrongfully endorse Keith (laughs) Renan. Oops. Number three. Wretched are those who are vindictive and spiteful. Wretched sounds fucking Catholic. I would say wretched are those who are vindictive and it feels like I agree. Wretched are. I feel like that sounds some like some religious shit. Okay. Who do you think it is? Jesus? <laughs> What's Catholic? I'm not good ooh, at ooh, uh, like Christianity. Ooh, I think it's I think it's, Ju- I think it's Judas. Uh it's no, Jewish. wait. It's it, uh we, who says things in the Bible? I guess Moses? God? Moses. It was Moses. I'm gonna I, say Moses. I'm gonna say God. <laughs> yeah, I don't think God never or Jesus. speaks in the Bible. I'll say Jesus. Jesus. Because Jesus. Jesus is God. We're doing yes. Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a religious leader. We got a point there, but it was okay. Pope Francis. Uh he's the oh, he's the present day Pope. The head of the Catholic Church is who he is. 
doesn't need a bio. That's I thought popes sense. were just kind of mutes. I thought you totally could, and they're just like, that's it. Silent. Like could have totally time. gave me a uh, bio because I don't know shit about Pope Francis. <laughs> is, is this one one of the good popes or one of the bad popes? Is this the one I that's like been being the, like, hey, gay like people are okay? Pope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the woke pope, as woke as you can be when you're like, hey, yeah. you have to say gay people are okay. Number four. The way to happiness requires that one set a good example for others. This sounds like a mom. The way to happiness requires that one set a good example for others. Fucking Mother Goose? Fucking. <laughs> is Mother Goose a spiritual leader, though? Or a cult right. leader? You're right. Not other what was it again? The way to happiness requires that one set a good example for others. Say it like you're trying to fuck Ma- me. Hold on. Say it like you're trying to fuck me. <clears throat> cult leader. Okay. The way to happiness requires that one set a good example for others. Wow. You know yeah. what? You know who I think it is? Who? Mother Teresa. <laughs> I would say this. I want to keep going with my gut and part of me wants to say cult. Oh, okay. because that's that's the vibe I first got. That's why I wanted you to say it sexy to me. But who do you think it is? Who's uh, man? You would know better. I don't know. I. I don't know. Okay. I, I, you're right. It does sound like Mother Teresa, too. So I'll say cult. You go with that and you have Mother Teresa and I don't have anyone for my cult answer. So great. Well, I'm wrong. Uh, it was Whoa, really? And you're going to be okay. mad because you know exactly who it is. Is it Ranieri? No, it's L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, L. Guys, Hubbard. if you want to hear a whole conversation on Scientology, go back and check out our last challenge, Going Clear, the documentary that we did uh, yes. a year or so ago about Scientology. Guys, check out that episode. It was a great one. I was talking to Darren about this, and I was just on the like L. Ron Hubbard. This, uh, Ranieri feels like he is pulling a lot from everything. Like I said earlier, taking a lot from philosophy, taking a lot from like other shit. I also feel like he was copying Scientology too, because he was aspiring it's very to be something similar to that you know it's like just when without, you, the, without the alien yeah without the aliens when you are <laughs> attempting to start a cult you either have to go religion or science like you got two options so he went the science route and the only predecessor to him because he's a fucking copier he copied l ron hubbard and it was but i like l ron hubbard a little bit more everything that keith was doing in here sounds like dianetics 100 <laughs> percent. yeah <laughs> and for those of you who don't know l ron hubbard was an american author of science fiction who founded the church of scientology and Scientology attributes its genesis to Hubbard's discovery of a new line of research that man is most fundamentally a spiritual be- being, a thetan. He lost. Di- I would say that that is one cult leader who definitely like lost control and like it got away from him in a big yeah. way. Oh, you think he was just like, oh, I'm just gonna make a little money, and then I was like, uh, then he. <laughs> I think it takes a certain amount of ego. Like I do think he was a bad person. I do think that sure. he like because he participated in like weird fucking like naval cruise bullshit or whatever that he had yeah well he spent his last six years on his yacht secluded and he was he was a piece of shit also but i understand what you're saying it just continued without him and has grown in a way that i i don't know if it would have if he was like still in charge okay number five death is not a fearful thing it's living that's cursed this sounds like robert pattinson in the devil it sounds like an edgy thing netflix it's the death is not a fearful thing Oh, yeah. Death is not a fearful thing. <laughs> it's living that's cursed. I want to say I feel cult, but I want to say religion. I also feel cult, which is why I want to say religion as well. Okay. But no, but would religious person say it's living that's cursed? They wouldn't say that. No. That's a cult thing. This like is, about sounds like being... it's from a fucking musical. This sounds like Rent. <laughs> like Death is not a fearful thing. It's living yeah. 
That is cursed. Fucking dude, that was perfect. It's a fucking muse line from a musical. <laughs> um, I think it's a cult. I I don't know. Okay, cults I'll go. I'll go with cult. If you feel confident on that, I'll what's go with what cult. are some other cults? Let's see. List I only know Scientology and Nexium. Uh, there's Jonestown. Cult, cult, cult. Those guys. Oh. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna the say. Temple, you know what? You know what? I know. Might I, say I know what my cult. guess is. My I, oh well that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> my guess is that it's Mormon. I, it's John Smith. I'm gonna say, and this is oh, both. Nick, it's a cult oh, leader man, and a religious are. leader. I would say, ooh, I could, it could be. It sounds like Jim's Jones, but I don't know. It it, it could be anybody. Let's go. You want to go cult leader? The answer is fuck. It's Jim Jones. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Jim I'm Jones so was, good at this game. You really I'm are. Glad Jim Jones was an American shit. cult leader who founded the People's Temple in Indiana in the 50s. See, I know nothing about this. Jones and his inner circle orchestrated a mass murder-suicide on of himself. Oh, is this where the stereotype of everyone drinking the Kool-Aid comes from? Yeah, and I have to... Oh. I have to put on my uh, nerd glasses here and point out that it was actually flavor aid that they drank. It was not Kool-Aid. It's a common be- misconception. Can I say something where I'm a total jackass? Because I could have just kept reading. Uh-huh. And it, and in what was better became known as the Jonestown Massacre, Jones led more than 900 men, women, and children to their death in a mass suicide via cyanide lace punch, thus spawning the metaphor, don't drink the Kool-Aid. It's literally yeah. Good there job, Maxie. Go. It's literally in it. <laughs> Number six. You exist in time, but belong to eternity. I just want to slap whoever said this. You exist in time, but belong to eternity. That sounds spiritual leader. I think it's spiritual spiritual leader. And I think it's, uh, who's the meteor guy? Fucking. What meteor guy? Who's the guy that talks like this? He talks like this. We're all made of stars. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Well, it's a spot on The guy who said Pluto wasn't a planet? Uh, No, the guy who's like, uh, net, uh, fucking. Who's the guy? the, The fucking guy who's always like, uh, the cosmos is made up of he's like this this is a famous the the modern day bill nye what's his name i don't know what you're talking about what are they an actual scientist are they spiritual yes they're an actual scientist this is not a scientist neil degrasse tyson thank you thank you rian neil degrasse tyson see yeah it's still spot perfect that's the guy who uh, said pluto wasn't a planet i also think he said this But he's not That's a religious leader, Nick. He's a scientist. Um, I don't think you can tell me who a religious leader <laughs> okay. is. He also is a spiritual leader. He could be a spiritual leader. I spiritually okay. think I came from Stardust. <laughs> no, What's your guess? I think it's I think it's Gandhi. Okay. I know it's a cult. Oh shit. It's Bagwin Shri Shri oh, Ragnish. From Wild I think and then it's Wild Wild Country, that guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an Indian cult leader who created a spiritual practice of dynamic meditation. And he started the Rancho Ragnis Commune in Oregon in the 80s. Many people are attracted to Ranjish and his teachings largely due to the embrace of materialism and sexual hedonism. Oh, often showed off his wealth through his clothing and material possessions and is cult famously known for organizing habitual drug-induced orgies. Netflix series Wild Wild Country is based on him. Yeah. Huh. Get out of here, Rian414. You don't get any more challenges. You've gotten enough. <laughs> Sit down. Okay. but also please continue submitting challenges thank you so much we love all the participation on the patreon Ooh, i like being bad cop this is fun number seven suffering is a gift and in it is hidden mercy that is buddha that oh really or keith or neary oh you're (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> My instinct was Keith, and then you said Buddha, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Buddha. Spiritual leader Buddha. Okay, let's see. I think you're right. I think it's Buddha. It's a spiritual leader, but it's okay. uh, Rumi, who was a 13th century Persian poet and Islamic scholar. Oh. Yeah, so same thing. Same thing. He's uh, no, Buddha adjacent. It's fine. I'm going to have to look this up. Suffering is a gift. Interesting. All right, number eight. You educate a man, you educate a man. You educate a woman, you educate a generation. I'm going to say, I, I don't. I, oh god my instinct is cult because what real religious spiritual leader gives a shit about women but the cult leaders pretend to but cult leaders pretend to like women especially yeah. keith ranieri his whole like pseudo feminist bullshit was like a cover to get laid yeah so i'll say cult leader also okay do you have any ideas which i want to say david berg this oh uh i don't know this one's complicated because this is religious leader, dot, 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 arguably a cult, though, debatable, Brigham Young. Brigham Young! Oh, Mormonism. The religious leader Mormonism. and second president of the Church of Latter-day Saints. He founded mm -hmm. Salt Lake City and served as the first governor of the Utah Territory. Interesting. Brigham Young, yeah. Hey, huh. hey if you want to be successful as a cult, you just need to get official religious status from the american government that's all it takes guys that's, that's what scientology, scientology did that's yeah. what mormonism did do you get creeped out anytime you do you feel weird every time you have to watch a movie with elizabeth moss in it who's that she's the, the girl that's no. in invisible man oh okay well because she's a good actress and she does her job well and i don't mind yeah. her in things and she's in a lot of things but she's a scientologist oh really it's the same way i feel about tom cruise stuff i'm like yeah uh... tom cruise fucking keep, keep up running around jumping out of planes and then this and then it always goes back to but he is a Scientologist. Nick, you know what I heard recently about Tom Cruise? And I have no way of, I, this isn't true at all, but it is funny. Guys, these are true facts it. coming to you from Marcus. You want to hear, you want to hear what it is? Yes. Apparently people in fish shops have been saying that he goes and grabs a fish and then goes to their bathroom and fucks it and just leaves it there. And then he just goes away and disappears. And there's just a fish full of Tom Cruise semen left in the bathroom. And then they hear the song, Tom Cruise semen. <laughs> it's the best semen around. Tom there's, Cruise semen. There's no way to prove this. There's no way to know if this is true. But here's um, the thing, Marcus. There's no way. There's no way not to prove it. Boom. Boom. Number You're nine. Here first, guys. Number nine, we do, in all honesty, hate this world. Huh. God, that sounds like some emo shit. Huh. Like, that would be on the screen before emo music video. Like, that quote, then whoever said it, and then it'd be like, Cut myself into pieces! This is my last resort! We do, in all honesty, hate this world! Yeah! yeah. Woo! rock on yeah it sounds like some edgelord shit so a spiritual I, religious leader and it's fucking i can't even make a joke because i don't even know any fucking punk bands i don't even know any emo <laughs> i couldn't think of a single one in that moment what's the most like rockin cult a corn i don't fucking know oh oh I, you know what i here's i think it's cult and i think it's what what's the fucking clown face people and they're called like juggles oh, insane or clown posse and juggalos? what's the people juggalos i think it's juggalos <laughs> that's my guess okay oh papa roche that is one that that's yeah it does sound like papa roche. <laughs> it's cult leader it's marshall applegate oh yeah, from uh heaven's gate a military man turned attempted professional singer so we're not that far off. Not that far off. He was American some cult leader yeah, who founded what became known as the Heaven's Gate cult. He organized their mass suicide in 97, claiming the lives of 39 people. Notably, Applegate, Applewhite gave cult members new names upon joining, 
all of which ended in Odie. Example including Melody, Sprody, Alex D. Uh-huh. Apparently, I said the name wrong. I'm sorry. Marshall you Applewhite. Say? I, I thought don't you said care. Marshall Applewhite. I might have said Applegate. I don't know. Oh. Getting corrected in my chat. Okay. All right. Okay. I got it. I, I knew what you're talking about. Heaven's Gate. I got it. Oh, one funny thing about cult leaders um a lot of them a lot of them try to make music and they force all of their like cultists to listen to Elron humber did it everyone fucking does it and, and i don't know it. why because how do you get to the soul marcus through music wow that's deep where is right. keith ranieri's album nick here's my fucking prediction are you ready are you ready to fucking hear it he just was sentenced to like 120 years in prison He's gonna fucking drop an album in prison. I Keith? bet you. I will, yeah, Keith Raniere is gonna fucking Spoilers drop an album. Spoilers for the in end prison. of the documentary. I didn't know that. No, I didn't, I didn't watch years? the documentary. I'm just saying that, like. Oh, God. You know, from the Zeitgeist. Who knows? <laughs> Guys, you heard it here okay. first. If he drops an album, All right. you owe us. Let's see. Last one. True knowledge is not attained by thinking. Knowledge is not attained by thinking. That sounds like a spiritual leader. Right. I'm going to go Gandhi. Gandhi has to be on here at some point. Okay. I'm cool with that. It's a spiritual leader philosophy, but it's not Gandhi. It's Sri Aurobindo. It's oh, an Italian. Uh, Italian. I fucking suck. An Indian <laughs> philosopher, poet. He joined an the Italian Indian movement. Indian. Yeah. He joined the Indian movement for independence from British rule. For a while, he was one of the most influential leaders and then became a spiritual reformer, introducing his mm. visions on human progress and spiritual evolution. Guys, <laughs> we are educating you on these cults you're learning a lot i'm learning here's, a lot here's the thing lexi gave us a bonus question you ready this is for okay, all the marbles. let's go bonus i wasn't keeping track of score so if we get this we win if we don't we lose we i mean nick if if we count only victories and like our our l's don't cancel each other out then we got all of them right pretty much you know what i'm saying 100 percent, perfect score <laughs> let's get the bonus point and get 105 on our test let's go humans can be noble the question is will we put forth what is necessary that sounds like that star sounds trek. like keith raniere or star trek but also <laughs> keith raniere <laughs> My I, guess is Picard. Keith Raniere stole shit. I, he fucking stole shit from like Star Trek also and Star Wars and shit. Like my dude is just all over the place being like, that sounds good. Gonna write that down. Make it part of my call. All right. Is that I your final that answer? so much. Yeah, let's go. You're right. Your man, Keith Raniere. Yeah. Oh, you Woo! know, you know, good Keith. job. Good job. Thank you Which so much. Which gets us into a great point as we kind of bridge into the second episode, because the second episode, this is wild. This is the wildest thing about the documentary, right? And I'm always blown away about this from documentaries yeah. when they could do this, is the footage they have. Because oh, basically, no. your man, Keith, had Mark record him 24-7 yeah. at their at the place in Albany where mm -hmm. they all lived. And there's so much footage to back up the documentary yes. you're saying. Mark had a lot of footage that because he was just recording him constantly and he was also kind of taken under the wing of what God, why am I Keith? And Keith, I mean, <laughs> what does an egomaniac mine, love than a fucking personal cameraman that is making a TV show or whatever, a documentary about him constantly? You know, like yeah. he fucking loves the attention. So, yes, of course, he found this guy. And he was like, I want him to follow me all the time. Get footage. That's why there's so much footage of all these guys. They're all fucking narcissists. I just want to bring up one aside. Do you you remember Anthony Weiner? Yeah. 
Oh, There's that documentary? There's a wonderful documentary on HBO, I think, of him because they thought he was going to be the comeback kid and win mayor. Yeah. They recorded everything leading up through that election, including everything with the scandal of him showing his dick to multiple women that were not his yeah. wife. It is a phenomenal documentary because you're watching him and all his peers and wife and all his people running his campaign. Like, yeah galvanized re- literally like running through the streets he has new york city's heart because he's like he's a reformed man yep. and then in real time in the documentary is it all falling apart it's wild it's a wild ride yeah but yeah it's the same thing they have so much footage of keith Raniere because of that but i do have to while we're on the topic of footage i have yeah. like one gripe that i, Ooh, I feel like i, I do need to say because yeah. The re- one of the reasons that I don't like, I like documentaries about cults and stuff like that. I don't really like them too much. But one thing I do like is that they they put it through the perspective of a person, which is really interesting. You get to see a lot of like testimonials and you get a lot of interviews that are good that aren't normally in a podcast or something else. But I fucking hate the B-roll. I hate the B-roll so fucking much. It's the wildest shit. They just are forcing these people that were traumatized and they're re-traumatizing them so they could get an interesting shot while they talk about what the trauma that they're going through. They're fucking You mean when Bonnie says goodbye to Mark? When Bonnie has to say goodbye to Mark from their marriage and literally they film Bonnie sitting on Mark's lap and then crying and then walking away? Yes. You weren't there? They weren't there! The they cameras made them do weren't that. there! They just fucking recreated all this stupid shit for yeah. the fucking documentary, and it's so wow. stupid. The shots that they have, they have a fucking aerial shot of uh, Bonnie running in the fucking desert. And I'm like, leave that chick alone! She's been through enough! She doesn't have to fucking yeah. run around in the desert for your fucking B-roll. God, To get I her fucking small-ass so paycheck I'm sure they're getting for this fucking documentary. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, I'm sure it's super cathartic for them. It's a reason why they're doing it, I'm sure. But also, but I also, agree with you. That B-roll just, is wild. Just cut, just cut the episode by 15 minutes. God, the episodes are long and they feel informative. But yeah. the fucking, they waste so the much time. Basically, everything on, is like, good, but I agree shit. with you about that B-roll. That was weird. Though, talking about this footage. So, okay, so you find out that... Ranieri lives in just above Albany in Clifton Hills with tons of other uh, fucking Nexium people. And Mark moves up there and it's just this whole weird little community where they all live. And they're yep. like, and then, and then, and then you mentioned it, the wildest thing to me. And it's not the wildest, the, the is what's the word? It's just like the most out of place thing for me was, mm-hmm. The volleyball. So basically, Keith had Clifton Park. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Wow, multiple. I got it. Okay, guys, sorry. It's, Cliff, it's Clifton Park. It's I don't Clifton know Park. Albany. Okay. It's oh, Clifton Jesus Park. Nick. Guys, we're talking about volleyball right now. You're missing the point. geography. Basically, he had all these people playing volleyball almost 24-7 at night. So when he could, like, could show up and play volleyball. Yeah. It was just so... It's summer funny. camp. I was listening to a, a podcast about it. Apparently, Keith Raniere would sleep all day and like not participate in things and have other people working and doing shit all fucking day long, which they touched on a little bit on in the documentary. And yeah. then he would wake up late at night and be like, ah, now I'm ready to start my day. And everyone else is fucking exhausted from a whole day of doing tests for him. And he's like, guys, let's go play volleyball. That's what I feel like doing. I just want to play some volleyball. It's fucking wild it's the craziest part of the whole documentary what if what if everything about it was just so he could have some friends play volleyball with with? i get it i get it i i mean like there's 
not i don't want what's the opposite of a shout out ble- i want to bleep my bleep me when i say okay <laughs> but they're a company that you they get people together so that way you can go and play whatever sport and and shit and so i joined a volleyball league and it was a lot of Keith Raniere's there. There's a lot of people oh. who just needed the attention. They needed something to fucking boost their ego. They wanted to prove themselves in a fucking pickup game. It was so annoying. But yeah, I got the same vibe that I got from this cult documentary that I did participating in the volleyball league. So then the documentary does a really good job of like introducing Bonnie, who was this actress that got involved and met Mark. Mark involved her and Mark's all high up there and she like mm-hmm. joins and moves up the ranks. But in the second episode, she's, she's the first one to say, right away, things were weird. But yeah. I pushed through and you get a lot of her story here about their marriage and how it all worked. And you know what's crazy? Mark recorded all the conversations about at the end of their marriage, at when she left and when he left, he recorded all the conversations. So you hear him talking to his wife about, I'm uncomfortable with this and I'm uncomfortable with that. Yeah. And him talking to Keith and saying like, hey, things are uncomfortable. And him basically saying, I was like, well, she didn't work hard enough. And then Mark talking to yeah. his friend Sarah and Sarah being like, oh, Mark, you know, you should – you know come you should be more involved and him being like did keith tell you to say that and she's like mm-hmm. silence wild there's Those just this overall wild. acceptance of information that people have in this cult too where they're just like told something and as long as it's from the right sources from their leaders from the vanguard they yeah. are willing to just blindfully accept it which i totally get like we do the same thing i mean right now on fucking like tiktok there's a million people being like this is how you make a million dollars in a day this is like this random fact about things did you know blah 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 and no one takes a second step to be like hey i'm gonna google that i'm just gonna check it out and uh see if any of that's fucking true and yeah it's it's like just wild to me that that there's so much misinformation out there and that it's so easy to become susceptible to it and within the cult you just end up following the same mentality and regurgitating bullshit that you hear well here's my question marcus you asked me if i would join this call i i'm not gonna ask you the same question mike because i think you would my question is when when at what point in all this information we're finding out from mark and bonnie like what point are you like oh is it the is it the moment when ali mac says oh he controls my calories or is it the moment when it's like oh you you need to get to the fifth level to start making money it's probably the money one like what where 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 are your thresholds I don't think I would ever join the cult because I'm just not a cult guy. Like, I feel like I am too self-aware and have too much knowledge of cults as proven by the quiz that I, I don't think I would fall for it. But well, I you could. wouldn't come to me if I was like super excited about something. You would come with me once and then maybe twice I would come with you for sure. Maybe get caught up I, if it was right, I would not get if it was done up. right. But, 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 but. <laughs> The second, the second you have to put money into a thing is what get would get me out immediately too, always, right? Like, yeah, that's always the, you. When you're like, hey, it's a thousand dollars to do this thing. I'm like, nah, I can't. I mean, I don't even like like a fucking improv. I'm like, nah, it's four dollars. Can't do it. It's a lot. Oh of yeah, money. improv's a cult. Improv's a cult. It's a little bit of a cult. But you have to pay money, move up the levels to audition to eventually it has the teach same, and it's, get It's a cult shaped program. <laughs> But you don't get rewarded for bringing other people in, which I think would oh, be the part of it that, that kind of solidifies. Thing, then it would be a call. Yeah, a hundred percent. It would be a call. And they also let you go home, I guess. But you become a part of a show. You become a part of a performance. Yeah, I mean, that, so so, man, I just I want to know like at what I want to know at what point you your your like do 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 like feelings go. If okay, if if I'm with you 
if I'm with someone who's like, I am in it, I'm here for it. I feel like well, my well, let's do me. Off. Let's do me. I, I'm okay. I'm very emblazoned about my emotions and my beliefs. So like okay. out of all your friends, I think I'd be the one to be like, no, 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 the most. So like it's yeah, me. Yeah. Okay, okay. We're there. So it's you. Yeah. You're in there. We're in there. I'm like, hey, dude. Like, I think it's time to get out. The second they get you up there, you start talking about your emotions, <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, I, this is I have everything to lay on the line. This is what I got, and they're like, give me two thousand dollars. I'm like, no. Get the the second I tell, you, I tell you, I'm not scared of clowns anymore because they made me break a stick. Then I'm out. Like, get out, get out, get out. I'm the guy who's yelling, get out in the movie theater for like yeah. all the people. Like, I am, I am there. I am the first person to see the red flags and be like, get the fuck out, dude. And Ooh, I would want the you same thing first. from everybody. I, I know I would die first. I'm not surviving <laughs> most things. You're too smart. You're too smart. They need you I, out of the well, way quick. I would bail. You know what I mean? And on my way out, be like, guys, I'm just going to go. On my way out, that's when they get me because I'm alone, you know, yeah. and I walk into the car and then they, they slash my legs. But Nick, yeah. Keith Veneery. Oh, OK, yes. there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that I want to okay. talk about. OK, I feel you're like, like there's like not enough time tonight to get through everything. But first off, you mentioned your interest in Smallville, right? Love Smallville. Yeah. Did you have a crush on Allison Mackey? For sure. She I... was the relatable one. She was oh, the like girl next door one. Kristen Crook yes. was like. She was too in love with Clark. Uh, fucking Lois was like meant to be with Clark. She was like uh-huh. too good for me. She was yes. like so like confident and mm-hmm. sexy. And I was like, I'm never going to go her. But Chloe was like your friend. That, she was, like, you could, she like, was the nerdy one. She had a crush on Clark. Yeah. He didn't yeah. really notice her. I fucking loved for, her. For like I was, nine seasons. I was like, yes, this is my girl. This is what I want. This is like, <laughs> this makes sense to me. So yeah. if she was involved in getting me, I could see myself joining. If they're like, hey, you get to hang out, you get to be with her, you get to date her. I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll try it out. I'll try out this call. Uh, what you got our going fans on? are saying they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't let that happen. They wouldn't. That's let... nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't know. Wait, hold on. I'm not. I'm not sure if they're saying they wouldn't let that happen to us, or if they're like, well, no woman would get me to join. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. But I could see but that being a way that. It... But it's it's amazing that they they were able to get these celebrities, able to get these actors, able to get these people that are vulnerable. Do you think as an actor and as part of an improv group and things like that, do you think actors are more susceptible to cults than other people? Marcus, do you want the honest truth to this? Yeah, not you. Take yourself out of the equation. I don't like I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to because as an actor and Uh improviser, comedian, Living in New York City right now, I feel as if I'm a part of like 16 cults. <laughs> I got to pay to audition here. I got to pay to play for classes to get an agent. Something. I got to pay for improv. I got to pay for headshots. I got to pay for I'm paying someone to make a voiceover demo for me right now. I am paying up the wazoo through all these channels. Uh-huh. What is acting in new york city if not a cult i agree a hundred percent i think it emotionally drains me it (laughs) emotionally holds me victim (laughs) no i need help this is my cry for help (laughs) i feel like it's the same thing i feel like actors because they're striving like you pay so much money it's college, right? Like, as an actor, you pay oh, so much money to go to college, take acting classes. You're already used to giving so much. And also, yeah. all you want is return is someone to give you purpose. So I totally understand why there were so many actors involved in this cult and why they had their whole, like, own little acting yeah. troupe and shit like that. Like, yeah. I 
I get it. To be an actor, you have to be emotionally vulnerable, and it leaves you raw sometimes. And yeah. extending a hand to people that are left raw and left being told no again and again. Like, no matter how good you are at it, there's a lot of rejection involved in acting. And no matter how much of a thick skin you have, getting told no a lot of times in a day is hard. So someone yeah. coming along and saying, hey, you're enough. You don't have to feel that way. I totally get it. <laughs> I'm going to start totally a cult. And all I'm going to do is stand outside of a fucking audition and be like, hey, come sit with me for like a minute. And I just give me five minutes of your time. Yeah, The Marine I, Corps? I that's a cult? The Marine Corps. All those fucking shits. Fucking. All everything's. Yeah. It, anything that makes you feel like you're part of community, but you have to pay money and they don't give you anything in return. That's a cult. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, if I wanted to start a cult, 100% just stand outside a fucking uh, audition and be like, let's go. Come join me, baby. I'll give you purpose. I'll give you reason. The um, the, the crazy thing to me is, so the, I think the documentary does a really good job because at the end of the second episode, which is why I was so mad we couldn't watch more, is they set up the lead-in to DOS, which is the subgroup in Nexium mm -hmm. of women. And it doesn't tell you what it is in this episode, but you can guess because Bonnie starts, talks to a friend and learns the phrase high control group. And about people that are being controlled in a certain way by being told about the calories they eat, yeah. about when and where they can go, what they can do. And the craziest, and they were talking about, you know, they would get collateral on the people. Same thing like Scientology. Scientology does the same thing, but they yeah. would, somebody was approached. So the woman was approached and said, hey, there's this special thing that you could be a part of that I think would really help you. And the girl was like, okay, what is it? And she's like, I can't tell you. And she's like, why? <laughs> Well, first, I need some collateral. What? Yes. Yes. I need to know something so damning about you that you could never tell the secret before I could tell you. And then a little later, Mark calls Sarah, his best friend, to tell talk to her about him leaving. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's because he's found out about Das. Yeah. And she says, no, he says, have you been approached by this? And then she yeah. says something that's very shifty and says, a person that's been approached to this can't say anything yes. about it. Yeah. And he says, so you were approached. She's silent. And then he says, do they have collateral on you, Sarah? And she says, are you recording this? Because I can't. And, yeah, he's like, yeah. and, he, and he immediately turns off the recording. And then the end of the episode leads into a picture of Sarah. And obviously the next episode is going to be about her experience with us. But yeah, that whole sub everything. Wow. I, I will say this as the B roll goes. I didn't like the final shot of episode two where they zoom in on Sarah kind of grinning a little bit like she's evil. Like she's not. She's also a victim of this whole thing. I yeah. didn't like that. That was that was a poor taste. Okay. I totally agree. Haven't we've kind of like vaguely talked about Keith Raniere, but I do think before we wrap things up, we have to get into him like a little bit. I want to know what sure. you think about him as a person and his views and things like that. Ask me a leading question. What do you want to know about my relationship with Keith Raniere? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know just anything. Like what when you see him, when you hear him talk. What's going through your mind when you like, are you annoyed by him? Do you like him? Is he charismatic? Like what, I wrote what vibes down, are you getting? Right away, I wrote down both episodes opened up with this and I imagine they all do. And because it's Keith and Neary explaining what Nexium does. And they said it's to optimize their experience and behavior. And here's the thing that annoys me the most about Keith Raniere. There's a lot of things. But when he talks, he doesn't say a single thing. Yep. Not once during all these interviews and him talking talking and oh we didn't even fucking mention the the Tourette's documentary and all that bullshit oh like, what the that fuck was, was a whole that? wild thing is that real like, like did they really fucking cure someone Tourette's like I and don't if know. they did it's through manipulation so it's yeah, not healthy 100%. yeah <laughs> but the way he talks is he never says a 
goddamn thing. And it's it's just it's wild to me the way he yes. talks because he he talks in this so on purpose subdued tone, like uh, the phrase from the game, humans can be noble. The question is, will we put forth what is necessary? That's not, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't say anything. And he, and he talks in this, like, he like pretend listens, right? Like you can tell, like there's, there's a quietness in him. Cause he's pretend listening and he's picking yeah. up and all he's listening for is what he can turn back and ask you back to make you go. Oh, drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 this fucking circle talk that he does where he's not saying anything. Yeah. It's like pseudo intellectual bullshit where he just like is is I don't know. He's just saying nothing the whole time in an attempt yeah. to proselytize people. And they're like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. I This sounds great. You sound like a genius because they're not listening. They're not right. truly listening to what he's saying, which is nothing. Yeah, it's crazy to me. What's um and then gosh, and then the things he does, like talking about the volleyball, the waking up late. Mm-hmm. There's this excruciating clip of him well earlier in the film they explained that he's like could be a concert pianist he graduated here at 16 blah 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 and later in the second (sighs) episode he's at the piano and he makes some uh, fucking aside and i've heard this fucking excuse from so many fucking people in my life that i fucking hate it and he says something to the effect of oh i used to be able to play things like that were harder than anyone could play but I can't play them now because <laughs> I've been focusing on this thing. But yeah, oh man, I used to be able to fucking throw a baseball into the sun, you know, when I was younger. But now, can't do it no more. Now that people are watching, can't do it. Oh, and then oh, I got my, I got this leg thing, and then I cut, and then and then someone, and then one of his fucking followers are like, oh yeah, it's still Beethoven to the rest of us, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, and it's like this motherfucker does this all the time. That's all he does. I hate. So I will tell you what I think. I hate Keith Neary more than I hate any other cult leader. And honestly, like in terms of mm. damage done, there's a fucking cult leader guy who I was listening to a podcast about recently, where he was like, I'm a surgeon. I could figure it out. And he started doing sh- fucked up like surgeries and shit like that Ooh. and botching them and shit to um, people in his cult. He's not that he's not as bad as that guy, but I still like him less than that guy. Explain <laughs> There's why. There's just something about Keith Raniere that is just so fucking annoying. He is just like a little man. He is just a little piece of shit who just needs to put other people down so that way he can feel better about himself. It's like the opposite of big dick energy. He has just small dick energy emanating from him constantly. Like he always has to Even be... the way he kisses everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? He, you know what the kissing comes from, Nick? The kissing is him being like, I want to kiss all these women, but I don't want people to feel weird about it or think it's like too culty. So if I kiss everyone, I make the sacrifice, I kiss the men, then I can kiss all the women. That's what he's fucking thinking. You're right. He could be bi, I guess, but it doesn't seem that way considering he started a fucking subsect of cults of the cult that was only women for him to fuck. And branded them. And branded them too. Disgusting. I hate this guy so much. He just rubs me. I, I, watching this documentary movie was so bad. (laughs) I listen to a lot of cult things and I'm like, ah, that's fucked up. Oh man, that sucks. Ah, this guy's such an asshole. But this just gets under my skin in such a different way. I I hate him. Yeah. It's all that like fake. It's all the fake bullshit that he's like, I'm a genius. I'm so smart. And I that's another thing, like I said earlier, with the media just perpetuating this like narrative about him. I don't like it. I don't like 
people portraying him as some kind of fucking genius because he's not. He's just an idiot who's just regurgitating all this fucking bullshit nonsense. Well, so far in the documentary, I do get the feeling that they are leading us to understand that he yeah. isn't any of these things. Yeah, at I all. think so too. I think like, so too. Oh, oh, like at the beginning, Nancy, the the prefect, <laughs> said he had a Guinness World Record for the highest test on an IQ test ever or something. And I was like, first of all, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. That's just it's not actually, a thing. It's not true at all. And also, I think there was someone who like might have been in the Guinness Book World Records for like being uh, like having a high IQ and it was a woman. It was not him. So it's just a yeah. fucking lie. It's just it's made just up. a straight up lie. Yeah. I hate yeah. that so much. Here's the God. thing. Do you think it's a do you think this guy is so brazen where it's an outlight light? Or did he like in third grade his whole class like put enough gumballs on a sheet of paper to get a world record? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the Guinness Brother World Records. <laughs> I also got high on an IQ test. I guess maybe those things are correlated. I don't know. You put the connection. I think he is an intelligent guy, but he is not more intelligent than like any other successful person. I think he's a sociopath. Yeah. I think he was well, a con artist, people. right? Con and he's are a con clever yeah they're clever smart yeah i think he's maybe more clever more uh than intelligent you know yeah that's how i describe myself <laughs> i was telling some of the others like i don't think i'm very smart i think I'm clever i don't <laughs> think i'm that smart but he he can trick people and he knows it yeah it's such and, a I, and I think and i think the craziest thing is because we got to hear some of those conversations which is why mm-hmm. this documentary is wild like yeah when mark was confronting him about das just straight up confronting him, just asking, I think you are the leader and you know about it. And he's just like, no. Or no. At first, he's just like, what would make you think that? Yeah. And I was like, you didn't say no, you idiot. Yes. Also, the fact that he is constantly like, who's telling you this? Like, obviously. Doesn't matter. Mark, Mark is the intelligent one in that conversation because he's being careful. He knows not to name names. He knows like what to do and handle handle the situation. It's it's wild to me. You know what that reminded me of so much? And this what? is this is wild. They just had a little bit of a tangent. They just had the women tell all on The Bachelor this past <laughs> Tuesday. And in it. Another cult. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you follow anything, but a big thing this season how is all the girls were bullies, right? All the yeah. girls were drama-filled bullies. And during the woman tell-all, one girl, Katie, has been like the savior for people. Everyone's like, she should be the best for because she's the one confronting people and saying, maybe we shouldn't say that anymore. Or, yeah. like, or telling Matt, hey, the house is toxic and someone's life might be ruined. You need to address it, right? Yeah. During the woman tell-all, all of America is on Katie's side, right? Every form that I've looked at on Reddit and mm. Instagram posts, everyone's on Katie's side and thinks she's right and all the other girls are bratty and bitchy. But yeah. during the woman tell-all, they all grouped up against her and were like, there wouldn't have been a problem if you didn't say anything to Matt. Or, I feel like what you telling Matt that there was toxic in the house, what does that have to do with your relationship yeah. with Matt? And no, none of them were like, yeah, no, I'm sorry for being a bully. <laughs> it was it was nuts. It, it was, was crazy. Like, Why did you tell him? And yes, because and on an unrelated note, just because the chat brought it up, there was one of the girls that everyone is pretty sure at least grew up racist. I don't know if she's racist now, but she went uh-huh. to a Southern Plantation ball, and Chris Harrison went on an interview and defended her instead of saying this is a time for us as white people to grow oh, and learn no. and then needed to issue an apology and step away from the franchise for a little while jesus christ bachelor nation is wild no don't worry betty 007 he's coming back he already said so oh, don't no. worry no chris harris is i don't coming want him back. back 
Yeah, go away. With, a, with 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 a very nice polished apology about how he is now an advocate and an ally. Don't worry, 100%, he will come 100%. back. Yeah, he's gonna just like Keith, Keith Raniere will come back after learning from his. Actually, no, he's in jail, right? Like he's yeah, like, he's, he's gonna go to jail. So is uh, uh, the second season is gonna be about the trial and everything. It got renewed oh, for a cool. second season. I didn't know there was a second yeah. season. But Nick, you talked about we mostly made it through the whole thing that we watched but you talked about nancy and i do think that nancy's an interesting there's, character there's so little about nancy i was like what she's, are they not telling me yet she's the genius behind everything that's i like i i don't know that for sure but she is giving me that vibe that she knows her shit she knows what's what she's like apparently she has a background in hypnosis and she like is the one like coming up with shit like she is I think she comes across as a truly intelligent person who knows. And, and she how to saw work Keith and was like, he can be my figurehead to make this happen. Maybe not, maybe not to that extent, but like uh, some some of that. No, I'm, I'm gonna sure. say she it. knows what she's doing. Nancy is the Nancy is the <laughs> But oh, there's another documentary about her on stars. Interesting. That might be fun to watch. But Guys, it's I, interesting I right now because one documentary about next year. cults that make it out uh, and the leader gets arrested, but the cult is still thriving. And like you have the truly dedicated people staying behind. Usually the second command will take over and then the cult will like be around, but maybe not to the strength like Scientology? that it's in. Like Scientology or whatever. So I think what's that's the name of the guy in charge happen. now? I forgot his name. Forgot to. But I think that's what's happening with Nancy. I think now that Allison Mack and... Keith or Neary are going to be in prison. I think she's going to maybe take over if she hasn't faced prison time. I'm not super up to date with all that stuff that's going on, but uh, she pled guilty to charges of conspiracy of racketeering under the United States, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and in 2008 found that she, along with Rainier, Allison Mack and others committed numerous crimes of theft, extortion, oh, forced labor, sex trafficking. But has she gotten any sentence to time yet or no? So there's a two, I think recently, like, Maybe even, I don't, I don't know how recent. Now, you know why I know she's a criminal? Because yeah. the Wikipedia starts with Nancy Salzman is an American felon and the founder <laughs> of Nexium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So she's a wild card. I want to see what, like, how the documentary goes into it. How they, like, uncover more of her backstory, too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited about all that. I, I, oh, I, I guess we can answer our questions because I'm already starting to answer them. Is there anything yeah! else you'd like to talk about from the show? Yeah, let's answer. I think, uh, man, I feel like I said everything I wanted to say. Marcus, Maybe. say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead. I'm going to say, we have three questions at the end of the podcast. Those three questions are... Did you like the show? My answer is I did like the show. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. I there's I had said my gripes earlier, but I did overall enjoy it. I will also answer the question without using the word fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did not find this to be a joyous romp. You didn't have a good ride? <laughs> you enjoyed this? But I did, I did find it compelling. I think it's it's filmed in such a way. The amount of material they have because of Mark and his filming mm-hmm. and everything. It's just wild. And when you get an unfiltered look at things like that, it's just fascinating. It's just fascinating. You know, seeing everybody in these meetings and seeing everybody talk about these things and hearing the conversations. And that was only in the first two episodes. There's eight more. What what else do they got? I know. In terms of footage, I'm interested to see. That, that was enough to fill a whole documentary, and they have eight more episodes. What more footage? What more conversations do they have filmed? I am. Yeah. I am. What do they got? Which comes to our second question. Will we continue watching it? And the answer is yes, because I need to know. What else they got, Marcus? I'm going to keep watching it. I feel like part of me didn't want to keep watching it because I was like, maybe I could just continue consuming podcasts or something else about it because this B-roll mm-hmm. shit is kind of annoying. But I like the interviews and I like how in-depth they're going. I like seeing people talking about their experiences, which is yeah. unique to this. 
So I'm excited about it. I'm going to keep watching. And the last question, Marcus, is, is would you recommend this show? I would definitely recommend it. If you like cults, if you think this whole Nexium thing is interesting, if you're like, hey, sex cult, what's that? What is that about? How did that happen? I, I would recommend this. I would take that a step further. And I say I would recommend it to even more people because I think hopefully it doesn't work like this, but it does sometimes. Some people who read the Lorax do realize we have to cut less trees. Like it does happen. So I would hope that by me recommending the show, a couple more people I know would get a get inside of a couple less pyramid schemes and be taken advantage of a little less. I honestly yeah. guess. Yes. They keep it's funny because they keep referencing this like keep that they're like, this is a company. It's a multi-level marketing company. And you're like, that's a scheme. Yeah. Like everyone knows it's a pyramid-shaped yeah. scheme. Like, but it's it's really interesting because they they know they're a cult. But they've put themselves forth as a business instead of like a religion or anything else like that. Well, not everybody thinks it is, you know? That's the crazy thing. Some people do and some people don't. Some people are so ingratiated and brainwashed, you know? And you can hear it, right? You can hear it in Sarah's voice when Mark is talking to him, talking to her, right? Yeah. She's not there yet. She's not at the place Mark is at with questioning no. things. She's like, I need to protect this place. I need yeah. to do my job. But she seems like a good person, right? Yeah, she does. I mean, all but, these people. But are honestly, who knows? Good Maybe people. she also uh, did some horrible things. We don't know. Yeah. We're gonna find. They out. might have done horrible things, but it's not their fault. They were being brainwashed. Like they, it, they do have to pay for in some way. But I do feel bad for a lot of them. Oh, you mean like Mark, Ellison, Mac, and like yeah. those other people who were like no. went to jail. Yeah, I don't feel bad for those guys. Oh, that yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know if Sarah's one oh, of those yeah. people. Is what I meant. Like I don't know that's, yet. I got like, it. She could right, be. Right. I don't freaking know. But what um, I'm saying about the other guys, it's just. I don't know. I, I feel bad for them. I my heart goes out to everyone that yeah, was a part of Nexium. It's totally something that I could see so many people joining. A lot yeah. of people are lonely and susceptible to these kinds of things. Yeah. And guys, if you are a part of Nexium and you want to come to our podcast and talk about it in a safe place, please get at us at now try this cast. Let's go. We'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> Special episode. We'll take it seriously. I promise. Did that Only seem like a couple... did that seem insincere? Listen, I will ask you how you feel about the height of uh, Keith Raniere, but I will also talk to you about the pain and suffering you endured. Yes, They're, and they, also, you know, we'll find a way to work in The Bachelor too into that whole conversation. It wouldn't be now. Try this without it, <laughs> Marcus. That was the vow. Thanks one more time to Rian four one four, our Patreon guys. If you want to give us your suggestions, patreon.com slash now try this cast. Yes. Marcus, what are we doing next week, buddy? Oh my god, next week. I have I felt like I haven't given you a challenge in a long time because we have been doing I felt that way two too. challenges and then one of your challenges. I felt that way because I doubled up on a game, so I feel like I've been making games for weeks. <laughs> okay, Nick, my challenge for yeah. you. Is something that I am already going into it feeling like you're going to hate. Ooh, that doesn't happen too often. But I thought it was a wild ride and a great distraction from the block party that's going on. And it's very fun. It is a movie that came out this year. So hashtag topical. It is the film Psycho Goreman. Do you know what this is? Marcus? Yeah. I hate you with a burning fire. Why? Because I have no idea what this is, <laughs> except for the title that you just told me. And this already sounds like the last. Th There's we're in Oscar season. There's so many uh -huh. award winning yes. movies. I've heard of the, the Oscars. Emmys and Golden. The Golden Globes just happened. So yeah. many. I'm sure there's like dozens of shows from that you have yeah. not watched yet. Yeah, that yeah. are award winning. That are so influential. Are about the times. I'm about to watch that. Um, that that Judas movie that Daniel Kaluuya just won the Golden Globe for because yeah. it's going to be provocative and endearing. Oh, so good. 
Yeah, totally. Instead, this Instead. week I have to watch what is Psycho it? Psycho Goreman. Nick, is that I one watched. Word? It's one word. I think so. Nick, I watched Minari, an incredible, beautiful, moving film. Golden Ooh, Globe that? That. winner. And instead, I chose to give you Psycho Gorman. <laughs> so oh my God. we are in for a ride next week, guys. Why couldn't you give me Minari? I wanted to watch that. Uh, it was it was, And great. now I won't I have the it. time. Because I, <laughs> what is this? I just looked up the fucking movie. What is this movie? <laughs> it's very good. It's a the tagline to the movie is Little Girl, Big Psycho. <laughs> and this guy guys, looks like an elf guys if you want to find out what psycho gorman is about if you listen to this episode and liked it be it's sure like you don't it. want us to have fans <laughs> i do what is this this guy psycho the guy who made this gorman. movie is very nice and also like hey oh is, psycho he, is gorman, he getting on the podcast creator, maybe maybe you could come on the podcast who knows yeah we'll uh, good thing you know his name so you can tell people to tweet at him right now uh hold on <laughs> it's steven kostansky yeah steven kostansky my boy i love him <sighs> all right guys <laughs> guys if you want to watch live it's twitch.tv slash now try this cast we record thursdays 8 p.m eastern standard time you can catch the vod on twitch the week after that on monday everywhere you can get podcasts eventually the vod will be on our youtube channel follow us on everything at now try this cast and join our patreon to join the community at patreon.com slash now try this cast thank you nick that was beautiful so succinct every time just perfect beautiful guys Thank you so much for listening. Now go out there and try some things. Good night, guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs> friends get together so they can try things. Yell about it, tense podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this. Woo! What the f- fuck is pg psycho gorman a canadian science fantasy horror comedy what is this better than minari why couldn't you give me minari i won't have time to watch minari this week because i'm gonna be watching this bullshit fuck